Welcome to Life and Ball Podcast. We give you game life. It's Sunday night, uh, late show here, going solo on the show tonight. I'm going to talk some basketball stuff and uh, looking forward to it. Really looking forward to tonight, as every show. I'm, I'm thankful and blessed for every show I get to do for any opportunity I can to inspire someone else and help them. And that's that's got to be my main objective, and it always is. It always has been. I had a really good lesson today. Worked with a couple uh, young ladies who were fantastic. They did a great job in the gym, and uh, it, it's always hard for me, you know, in my position, in my position as a skills coach, a skill development coach. That uh, first, that title with, you know, I guess I'm going to teach a lot of people some things tonight about what my job is, what being a skills coach or trainer. A lot of people say trainer. I'm kind of getting away from trainer. I don't think that. Um, I'm a trainer. I think I'm somebody who plays basketball, played basketball, and is a skills coach. You know, I really coach people on how to get better with their skill. But really, it's it's almost like another coach working on somebody's game. And it's not just training. I think what we're having is a lot of people, they say the word training, then it turns into this thing where it's not the game. It's more about just what they want to do as trainers or, or what program works and look at what I can do. This is why I'm the best. That's For me, that's just something that I never really cared about. I mean, there's maybe times in my life where it, it creeped up in my mind, but it's just something that I never really got excited about. I never really thought when I was working with a player that, oh, I'm this trainer and I just, you know, you get, you got to come to me. No, I mean, I mean, I like it when some of my players go with other people. Like, I think it's fun because I think the way you get great as a basketball player is learning from multiple different people. So I never like had this thing that I had to be the only trainer someone had, you know, and it's funny. I've had some parents say like, Oh, he or she only likes working with you. You know, we worked with this person, but, but you're the best. And I just kind of, you know, of course it feels like good. You know, you, any person would lie if they say, Oh, I don't, I don't like anyone complimenting me. I mean, that's, it's not where we're going here. Where I'm going at with it is, is it's just not that important to me compared to other things where I love the compliment. I appreciate it. It's humbling. Just like anything in my life that I've been successful at, you know, I'm humbled. I'm thankful. I'm, I'm blessed. I feel great about that, but I don't, it's not something that like drives me. You know, that doesn't mean I'm not competitive either. You're going to learn a lot today about what I think every skills coach should add to themselves because it's something that I'm adding now. I mean, it's something that I'm really evolving into and I think I'm really excited about the next step. You know, it, I sit here and I say this because I think some things have changed in my life. Um, number one, I've had ups and downs <clears throat> and, and I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for it because <clears throat> I think what's happened for me when, when I've done really, really well and maybe I did put things in, into perspective, it seems like the Lord always kind of brings me down and, and humbles me, which is a good thing. I think what it does is it makes me more whole. It makes me stronger as a person. It makes me not take things for granted. It makes me care about people more. It makes me appreciate those who um, stick by me because they stick through, you know, the, the good and the bad with me. Um, if, if there was things that were so easy for me and, you know, everything just kind of was handed to me or I didn't have to work for anything, I just kind of got all these uh, rewards without working for them. I don't know if I would be a better person. I, I wonder if I would be a lesser person because I wouldn't understand struggle. I wouldn't understand what it means to fight. I wouldn't understand what it means to, um, 
you know, feel like I've been broken down or feel like I've been rock bottom and, and then had to build myself back up. I'm just a constant evolving person. And I think I'm an evolving as a skills coach. So I'm going to kind of get more on topic now. That's just where my perspective is. That's where who I am as a person right now. And, it, and it's the same thing as, as I am as a skills coach. The last thing I'll say before I really hit the key points of being a skills coach, I think it's really important that who you are as a person is who you are as a skills coach. I feel like I'm a positive person. I feel like I'm a positive skills coach. When I have a player, I had two players today, I wanted them to leave the gym and feel great about it. Go home, like, man, I can't wait for my game. I'm excited about that workout. I feel ready. I feel like I'm just going to light it up. I'm going to play really good. That's who I am as a person. Like, I feel positive. I want people to do well. I want to inspire people. I don't want to bring people down. That doesn't mean I'm not competitive or fiery. But at the same time, I don't need to drag you down to make me feel good about myself or or to tear you down. Are there things in my workout that make it difficult where you're going to struggle? Sure. I mean, that's always been a part of my program, but you always leave the gym feeling good about yourself and feeling like you're ready to help your team win. That's just who I am. So the couple key points we're going to talk about as a skills coach is um, number one, you have to be great yourself. You have to be able to really do and show things. If you're not at a level where you're teaching someone how to shoot and you can't shoot how in the world are you going to get players better for me that's something that i'm always trying to strive to be better at is am i shooting well am i dribbling the ball well am i, am I able to make good passes am i able am i able to be very fundamentally sound and super skilled i think that drives my players i think it always has because i'm driven as a player i'm driven to be good at what i do but i'm not doing it for me I, i'm doing it because i really want someone else to be good and I think that has to be a part of your program. How good am I at showing skills? How good am I at making shots? Am I in the fight with them? Am I out there sweating with them? Am I out there really putting in the time? And I know some people are not as um, blessed as I am. I mean, some people have went through injuries, and man, I'm really thankful. And I thank the good Lord because I'm able to go out there still. I mean, am I maybe a little sore now at 35? Am I maybe not as quick some days? Sure, but at the same time, I think I can go out there. I can do some things still, and man, I'm just thankful for that. But you know, if you're not a guy or or gal that can go out there and really show, you got to really have a amazing way of teaching without being able to show it at a high level. And that's hard, that's really difficult. But if you're able and you're healthy and you're, you know, you have the opportunity to go out there and, and you can run and you can jump, work on your skills, get your skills better as a skills coach. That is like amazing for players. They really grasp that. And then in today's um, day and age where the visual learner is the king of everything, these younger people really want to see something. They learn that way. They watch something. They need to see it. They're just different learners than most of us were. Where my dad was like, here's the ball, get better, son. Now, he didn't have to show me. I guess I had to learn on my own. That's another thing. You, you do have to hold players accountable. You can show them, but you got to tell them, look, you have to do it, though. You have to go out and put the time in. But I do think it's something that's priceless, having a skills coach who can really show. It can really get out there and do it. Um, if you're not one of those women or men who can show as well, it's, it's just not who you are as a skills coach. You can still be great. You can also hire other people who are really good. You can also team up with other people who are good. We all can kind of help each other. I used to work with a woman's coach who was um, fantastic because she, she was great at organization. She got all the players in the gym. She ran a great business. And I was the one who kind of went out there and showed it. That, that's a great teamwork uh, situation where I really... Um, 
think that if you're a, you're a skills coach and maybe you can't show as, as well as some others, you can still teach and you can still team up with other people and you can still add your role to uh, the skills coach world. I, I really believe that. So I guess I'm more speaking to you people who are AAU coaches or youth coaches who um, maybe weren't um, as gifted as players. It's okay. You can really cling uh, to the ones who were more of the player or are the ones that show more. I've done that a lot with people. I've teamed up with a lot of coaches and, and been able to help their teams win and, and really worked well with those coaches or uh, organizers. That's, that's huge for me. I think number two is something I stress a lot. You have to be positive. I see a lot of people that will go out there and they really drag a player down. The player goes to the workout. They're missing a lot of shots. They don't feel confident. They don't look excited to be out there. And I cringe when I watch it because that, that can't be something that you really do very often. Now, is there times when I stop a, a skill session and say, you're not working hard enough. You need to push yourself more. Of course. Of course I've done that. But I don't think there's many times I've ever had a lesson or a session with a group where I felt like, man, that was just not very positive. There's not a lot of people got a lot out of that. They, they didn't really have fun with it. I mean, your job as a skills coach has to be for every player to leave a little more positive or feel a little better about themselves and feel like they're ready to play. That has to be a part of your program. If it's not, I mean, what are you doing? I mean, what are you really doing to better people? And uh, I would say you're not doing enough. I think that you need to really understand what positive coaching is. Positive coaching doesn't mean you're you're allowing people to do the wrong thing. That's what I think a lot of people think. They think if you're being positive and you're being, um, you know, you're smiling, you're clapping your hands, that, that that's a bad thing or that's soft. That's not what it is. It's a player missed two or three shots. It's okay. You got to do this. You know, get your feet set. You know, hold the follow through longer. Do this. Hey, you got it. There it is. Boom. See, there's the shot. That's what I'm looking for right there. That's positive encouragement. You know, the player figured it out. You showed them. They missed a few shots, didn't feel good about what you were teaching, and all of a sudden they started hitting a few. You got to be able to stop them and say, that's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. That's where you have to get better. And I think that is like vital, vital for a skills coach. You're not the coach who's going to sit here and, and blow the whistle and go crazy because your team is not performing at the level they should. I think that the coach can do that. Your job is to really, really be positive, encourage, push people, but when they leave that gym, they got to be so excited about that workout. They, they just can't wait to come back because, man, they got a lot out of it. They worked hard, but they feel like they got better. I think that there's, I seriously can never, cannot think of a time when the player left the gym and I felt, felt like they didn't get better. I, I cannot think of a time that ever happened to me. I think that's because I've learned from great people and it's also because I have a passion for the game. And that's the next part I'm going to talk about. You got to have a passion for this. If you don't love the game or you really enjoy being out there as a coach, a skills coach, I think you're in the wrong profession. I think that you're not doing it for the right reasons. I just love being out there. I've had a lot of sessions that were free. I've had a lot of sessions where I've worked with three or four players charged for one. That's just how I run business. I enjoy that. I enjoy being on the court. I'll drive many hours to work with a player and you know, still charged not as high as I probably could because I just love being out there. It's fun for me. It's not a job. It's just a passion I have. I, I enjoy working with players. I love hearing how they're getting better. I love how they're successful. And I really want to help their teams win. It's just who I am. And it's because I have a passion for the game. I mean, it's, it's never going to die. I'm going to do basketball for the rest of my life in some way, some shape or form. And, and it's just, it's in me. You know, I, I'm, you know, I will be 
doing something with basketball to the day I die. It's just, it's just who I am. So passion, you know, you got to have a passion for it. You got to study it. You got to learn new things. I guess that will be the last thing I'll say. You got to really evolve and learn. I mean, I'm in a place now where I think I got a lot to learn. There's a lot of things I understand in the game, but there's plenty I could learn. So for me, it's the next step is taking it to the next level of learning, grasping new things, finding new ways to get players better, uh, finding out more about what their team's doing, finding out about what their coach is coaching so I can get them more prepared, caring more about the player, and, and really just digging deep in, in helping that specific player or group as much as I can every second. And that's me getting better. That's me learning more, learning about the player, learning more about the game, learning about situations, concepts, different sets that some coaches run at all levels, but really mainly learning what they're doing for their team, what they have to get better at. And, and that's an evolving skills coach that I'm becoming. I really dive into that. You know, I have more players now than I ever have that have been telling me, man, I'm just playing so well or or my team's really winning, and that's just awesome. That's what drives me the most. I love that stuff. It's fun for me, but learning is key for me. I have to learn every day a little bit more on how I can become a better skills coach, what I can do differently. You know, How can I shoot better? How can I handle the ball better? How can I pass better? How can I defend better? How can I rebound better? All these things I have to learn. I have to become better personally before I help anyone else. So I hope you skills coaches listen to some of those things and say, that's what I want to do. I really want to get better. I want to learn this thing and I want to help people more. So I, uh, I encourage you all. I hope that you really want to be a part of this business. I want to be a, be a skills coach in whatever um, light that is, whether it's uh, for a team. Um, hey, you got huge goals. You want to be a player development coach at the highest level one day. That's great. Um, you want to work with youth players. That's great. Um, find your way, get in where you fit in. I always tell people that get in where you fit in. You know, there's always a place for skills coaches in this world. Uh, but for me, I think I can work with any player. I mean, I really do. I, I, if you're a pro, I can get you better. If you're a college player, I can get you better. If you're a youth player, I can get you better. I've been really diverse at that where I feel confident with any type of player, any skill level that I can get them better. So I'm excited about the next step. I hope you all want to do this. We need more skills coaches. We need more mentors. We need more people inspiring people. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. So, hey, thanks for tuning in. Life and Ball Podcast, we give your game life. Go on my Facebook page, J File Lab. I'm always kind of putting little pieces out there for basketball players and coaches and trainers uh, or skills coaches. The, the word trainer, I, I still say it, but I, I prefer skills coach. But I know a lot of people like calling themselves trainers, and that's okay, too. But uh, have fun with the game. Have passion for it. Keep learning. Keep evolving. And, uh, man, it's a lot of fun.